The following Dharma talk was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The speaker is Mark Nunberg, guiding teacher at Common Ground. Still time to get what you need to be comfortable. Remember, we have extra supplies in the closet in the corner. If you need a blanket or an extra cushion, so your body feels supported and you can sit in a relatively comfortable way. Of course, it won't be perfect, as you know, but we do the best we can. And tonight in particular, we'll get started with our guided meditation real soon. But tonight in particular, being interested in whatever seems to get in the way of the continuity of mindful awareness. Because it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, being aware, being awake, being mindfully aware, doesn't take that much effort right now like for any of us to be awake, to be aware. The hard part is sustaining it. And it's not even that it's hard to sustain present moment awareness. It just is that it seems like there's something more important to do, to worry about something, to plan something, basically to get lost in thought. So learning or training the mind to sustain present moment awareness, somehow we have to remember that we value it more than we value value worrying or planning or comparing or fantasizing or whatever else we might be doing with the mind. We have to value remembering to recognize it's like this now, or this is being known. Whatever the predominant experience is, it may be sort of the classic meditation anchor where you're remembering to recognize the sensations of breathing in. Right? That's a common meditation anchor for folks. Feeling the sensations of breathing in, feeling the ordinary sensations of breathing out. Or you may work with a meditation anchor of hearing, not trying to figure out particular sounds, but just in a sense relaxing in the experience of hearing. But the idea is to get curious about what gets in the way of sustaining that present moment awareness. What is it that arises and sort of demands that absorption or that getting lost? Because you can remain aware, okay, the mind is fantasizing, it's like this, right? So it isn't even about like, don't think. It's about recognizing when thinking is happening. Oh, this is what the mind is doing. It's just these thoughts, just this feeling that arises, you know, some emotion that goes with those thoughts. It's just this experience that's being known. This is being known. It's just this being known. And sustaining awareness that way. Because otherwise what will happen is controlling what your mind is paying attention to will be your distraction. You know, like thinking I can only know the sensations of the breath. So one of the most common interruptions is a kind of effort that's not helpful, too tight, 
to controlling. Thinking that the continuity of awareness comes from that kind of tight and controlling effort, we'll learn it just doesn't help being tight, being controlling. But being so loose that you don't care what the mind is doing, you don't care about remembering to recognize, oh, it's like this now. So not being interested in or valuing the present moment awareness also won't serve you well in your practice. So there's a sweet spot between using the wrong kind of effort, being controlling, directing, forcing, being parental with your mind, or thinking that you're just sitting, you're not really, you don't have to do anything. We are definitely doing something. We're training the mind. We're developing a very particular muscle, this mental muscle that the mind that knows how to sustain present moment awareness. It's a very particular muscle, but it doesn't require the mind or body being tight and controlling. That's the wrong kind of effort. And you'll see, you know, when you try that, when out of habit, especially those of you kind of more that type A person, you'll see it doesn't support the continuity of awareness. It supports getting tight, (laughs) you know. And then we think, oh God, why am I doing this? I just get tight. And then when we're tight, because being tight is unpleasant, then we become more dependent on an entertaining thought as a counterweight to how tight we feel. Like, what can I think about that's pleasant? Right? So we're, we turn out to be even more susceptible to getting lost in thought when we're using that wrong kind of effort because it's so unpleasant. So you may be surprised to hear this because a lot of sitting, being mindful, is not pleasant. But even though what we're knowing may not be pleasant, being right in the middle of things not needing to control things, not neurotically judging things, is really sweet. It has a sweet feeling. It has a trustworthy feeling to it. So you want to tune into how right it feels to be right in the middle of things, to be relaxed and, and awake, relaxed, relaxed and alert. as something that, oh yeah, there's something right about this. Remember the handout from a couple weeks ago? So you can use the acronym RAIN when you're confused. So you feel like you're just sort of bumping up against your own doubt or whatever resistance. And then just remind yourself, okay, acronym R-A-I-N. All I have to do is recognize, right? Remember to recognize, that's the R. It's like this now. Remember to recognize the present moment. A reminds us to accept, to allow the experience to be what it is. We don't need a different experience in order to be mindful. Mindfulness, that present moment awareness, it doesn't depend on the particulars of the present moment. We can be aware, awake, open, to really terrible, difficult experiences, really beautiful experiences, really gross, really refined experiences? Is there any experience that we can't be aware? Oh, this is being known. And mindfulness doesn't depend, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. What matters is that the mind is aware, not what the mind is aware of. 
So we recognize, we accept, we learn how to be interested. And again, this is where the effort can be off. Like, oh, there's something I'm supposed to know. What is it? Getting tight, getting controlling. It's more about being that space and letting whatever's happening in the moment, whether it's in the body, something happening in the mind like thought or emotion, something happening around us like sound or touch, this, oh, this is what's being known. This is what's happening. This is what's showing up. This is what's predominant in the moment. So investigation doesn't mean I have to figure out what's important or I have to figure out what is predominant. You know how we know what's predominant? It's what the attention naturally is attending to. What's the awareness knowing? You can even ask that question. So what's the awareness knowing? What's the mind knowing? What's being known? Oh, this is being known. Hearing is being known or seeing is being known. Okay, it's just seeing being known. So the interest then is to sort of, well, let that experience present itself, right? The mind, attention, it's already sensitive. I don't have to like try to be sensitive. The mind is already sensitive to sound and sight and thought and emotion and sensation, right? So it's more, more about relaxing into the truth of sensitivity. So what is touching the sensitive mind now. What is showing up, in a sense, asking for attention right now? Is it pleasant or unpleasant? So investigation is just to be interested, to be receptive for whatever it is that is predominant, whatever it is that the mind is naturally sensitive to. And if nothing stands out, then you can go to your anchor, right? Like often... We use breathing in, aware of the whole body. So you can always go back to that basic training ground while you feel the breath coming in, sustaining whole body awareness. And while you feel the breath going out, sustaining whole body awareness, including the whole body. All the sensations, pleasant, unpleasant, subtle, not subtle. And then the N is non-attachment. And I mentioned, I think maybe last week, we don't directly do the non-attachment. It's something you notice, like when you are recognizing what's being known and allowing it or accepting it, and that natural interest, that receptive interest, then you'll notice in moments this, it's really wisdom of non-attachment or the wisdom of non-identification, not taking it personally. So that's the N in the acronym. It's just something coming and going according to its nature, according to causes and conditions. It's not really personal. I don't need to grip it as if it's me or mine or happening to me. It's just something coming and going because of causes and conditions, and I can let it be a a phenomenon whether it's a thought coming and going or a sensation or a sound or a sight, it doesn't really matter what the experience is. When we really just see it, recognize it, allow it to be what it is, accept it, interested, intimate with it, then we start to realize the 
freedom, in moments at least, the freedom of non-attachment, not having to be in control, not having to judge, not having to be tight at all. So it's a little glimpse, a little flavor of freedom, This the N in the acronym. It's really pointing, the whole point of the practice is to touch moments of freedom and to really understand that that freedom, that ease, that spaciousness of equanimity, that it's actually, shockingly, available all the time. It doesn't matter how crazy or difficult or beautiful our life is. It is possible in any moment to feel free, to be okay with the conditions that are showing up, that are coming and going. We just think we need to be tight or think we have to be in denial or controlling or whatever we might think in a given moment. But you'll see that it doesn't have to be that way. Even in really difficult experiences, we can be relaxed and clear and unafraid. I mean, I would guess this has happened for you in moments. The question is, can we do it in more moments? right? Not just the difficult, but even the beautiful moments to be relaxed and clear and not attached, not needing the good thing that's happening in the moment to continue, knowing that whatever it is, it will last for a while and then it will change, as opposed to neurotically needing it to be forever when nothing is forever. It really is, you know, this continuity of mindfulness is really about knowing how, learning how to be a human being, a wise and kind, engaged human being. And then one of the things that we'll talk about after the guided sit, and it would be really nice to hear from some of you, is to specifically this week, week four, look at what gets in the way of the continuity of awareness, both during your daily life and then more specifically when you're doing your sitting meditation. What interrupts the continuity of awareness? Even if the continuity is just seven seconds, then what happens at second eight? How does the mind lose the thread of present moment awareness? Get really interested in that. And then get really interested when Mindfulness kicks back in. So you've been lost in thought, and then all of a sudden, through nothing you do, you're aware that you've been lost in thought. So in that moment, you're not lost in thought, because now you're aware, mindfully aware, oh yeah, I've been lost in thought. And it's like this. And get really interested in that moment too. So that's kind of your homework for the 30-minute sit. Can you catch... Can you get close and intimate to that moment where the thread of mindful awareness gets interrupted? And you can, can you get really interested in the moment when you've been lost in thought, which you won't be aware of because you're lost in thought, but then all of a sudden you're aware now of having been lost in thought? And what's that moment? And feel, of course, the tendency to want to judge yourself or even to rush back to the present moment, which is neurotic, because you're in the present moment already, when you know that you've been lost in thought, you're already aware, but there can be a kind of a scolding parental energy, like, I gotta do something, because I've been bad. I've been thinking about tomorrow, or I've been regurgitating the past. But that's just being known. 
It's just this experience being known. And to really trust that, it's really an interesting place to resolve, to learn a thing or two. Okay? Any questions before we stretch our legs and sit for a bit? And we'll have time for comments and questions after the guided set. So just adjust your body as you need to, and whenever you feel ready, just settle in to a comfortable posture for the meditation time. This talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org.